This week is not Hazara, we're continuing on Bez Hashem on your test on the Dalit. Um, we are up to the two dots, Tanya, um, which, well, in fact, I'm not sure if I'm going to be on the It's uh, 15 lines up from the bottom of the um, We said in the Mishnah, this is coming towards the end of the one of the last cases we had in the Mishnah, that um, we, the last case mentioned there was that uh, a person, according to Beishamai, one can't give his clothes into a laundry, um, a laundrette, a Goshen laundrette, just before Shabbat. Um, with the idea, and, and that's basically they, there's enough time for them to be washed before Shabbos. Whereas Beisilol, as with all the other cases, they say, no problem, as long as you give them in before Shabbos, it's perfectly alright. Even if it's just before sunset, as we added now, we know from the sources of Zafir test, that is only, as with all those, that group of cases, is only if you are what's called, um, co-based donin. Which basically means that, uh, you, you fix a price. In other words, he's doing the job for a, for a price, and as we've explained during the week, coastless domain does not necessarily mean you actually have to agree right, you know, let's, let's uh, agree on a price here. What it means is that it's self-understood. I say to them, I'm going to pay you, we can agree on the price afterwards, with, uh, whatever the going price is. Um, that all comes under coastless domain. That all comes under coastless domain. Um, one case which, if it's not coastless domain, this is already going through to the halof, halof, halamaita, if you're not coastless domain, then, um, if you are not creating this domain, then the halakha is like this. Um, yeah, if you're, if, if you're not creating this domain, then it depends on how much time how much time you give it in before Shabbat. If you give it in before Shabbat, this is the halakha of the which we have not spoken about yet, is if you give, that's what we're talking about, handing in a close to a long dress. That, that's just the case of dealing with, but it could be any of the other cases we have in the mission, like the, the uh, skin handing them into the town. So, a person hands in his clothes before Shabbos, that's no problem. You've got a fixed price, now there's always a fixed price, and that's self-understood. Um, the truth is, it could be there's not even, there's speak too much, Mara Ayn, with everyone in the city with a long dress, it's fixed, it's fixed, it's done, there's a fixed price for it, it's due to you have to pay this much, and depending whether we're talking about a long dress or a, or a dry cleaner, I'm not about a dry cleaner. But either way, the, in fact, you know, I'm going to talk about dry cleaning because later on I'm going to have, a, I'll talk about a shadow with the dry cleaning. So I'll talk about dry from now on. Okay, so you hand in before Shabbos, no problem. If you're not case done, for whatever reason that may be, nowadays that's not really, it's never really going to happen, unless the only case you could really think of is if you happen to be very pally with the owner of the laundrette, and he happens to agree to do it for nothing, basically. So then he's doing it as a favour for you. Now, let's assume for a second, let's assume for a second, that it's not because he always, he, he's expecting one back from me or anything like that. So then we said that if you're not creating dominance, it poses a problem. Because then the mighty is doing it for your benefit and he's working on Shabbos. If you give it to him before Shabbos, you give it to him before Shabbos, in other words, well before Shabbos, let's say on Thursday, then it's perfectly fine. Even if the mighty he decides to do it on Shabbos, that, it doesn't matter. The fact that he's doing it for you is irrelevant. I gave it to him in good time, it's not my problem if he goes ahead and does it. But, if you were to walk past the laundrette, or the, the dry cleaning, on Shabbos, and you happened to notice this was your suit, which they were putting into the... just happened to be, you, you know, you've got such a stain there, you, you can tell it's definitely yours, um, you would actually have to go in there and, and object. You would have to make a makhah and say, sorry, it's Shabbos, you can't do that. By the same token, if, he's doing what we call Bechinom, and the reason why he's doing it Bechinom, some say the chinnah we saw was a machloikis. We saw in Rishman, that was a Rishman sign. There there's a machloikis if he does the chinnah. He's doing it for nothing. Some look at it and they say, and Machaba mentions, that if you're doing it for chinnah, he's not really doing it for chinnah, as we mentioned. He doesn't do it for nothing. He wants something back. So he's really doing it for some monetary benefit, I mean, maybe in return of something, or he's expecting something, something in the future. Others argue on that. And he says in the mic what you should really do is just pay him, even if it's just something uh, very, very small. Uh, it doesn't matter. With that, it already takes it out of being, uh, out of this problem. Then it becomes, uh, it's close to its dog. But the, whether you say you, the chinon is allowed or it's not allowed, the mice again, if you're walking past on Shabbat and you happen to notice, he is doing it, your, your, um, let's say he's cleaning your coat. You, you happen to notice that, you would actually have to make a machol. But if you've been close to its dog, you actually, which is, as I said, it's always going to be the case now. It's always created some, even though you haven't paid for it beforehand, you may not even know the price for it beforehand, it's always created some nowadays. 
then you don't have to, the fact that he's working on Shabbos is not my problem. As long as you didn't tell him to do on Shabbos, or you didn't say to him, give it in just before Shabbos and say I need about most by Shabbos. Because then obviously you are, as we said, that's obviously asking to do it on Shabbos, that obviously is a problem. But as long as you don't do that, it's not a problem whatsoever. You don't have to stop him doing it, leave him doing it. Um, as long as he's not doing it in your own house, obviously, if he's doing it in your house, it will always be a problem. Okay? And that's because of the Maratine aspect. Maratine, it looks like I've asked him to do it for me on Shabbos. Okay? So that's, but that really is the following it through Lahadot. That was the, the uh, more or less, I think, uh, I think we've covered most, most points with that. But as I said, it, it's not just with, with uh, let's say, dry cleaning, it could be with your MOT again. And that's the shadow we talked about with the MOT. Again, the miter nowadays is always, it's always fixed, it's dominant. The fact that it's before and you don't actually know what you're going to pay, but you give it to him and say, I'll pay whatever you tell me I've got to pay after. You're paying him for a full job, and you'll agree for it after, that's all case it's dominant. Which means, as long as you don't tell him you need it, most of Shabbos, and you give it to him just before Shabbos, you're always going to be alright. Okay? But, if it happens to be that you're very well in with this, with this guy, and he agrees to it for nothing, some say that's still case is dominant, because the mighty is expecting something back, some say that's not case is dominant. But either way, if you happen to, whether you rely on that, whether you don't rely on that, if you walk past on Shabbos, because again, he's not doing it in your, in your front garden, because that's always going to be a problem. You happen to walk past, and you see him, doing your car on Shabbos, you would have to make a muscle if you have not been coated on Again, as I said, nowadays, it's almost always going to be coated on Okay? So you don't really run into these, into these issues. Okay? But now, going back to our Mishnah, we said, just remember, although we don't pass can like it, but Shammai Shitta is, as with everything, you must give it in with enough time to do it before Shabbos. So Rabbi Shimon ben he says in the Mishnah, the Sobhiz Chesam Adalit, he said there, that you should know that in my father's house, Rabbi house, the Minah was, if you had white clothes, you had shirts, and anything else, what the white, which are much harder to clean, as we're going to see in the Gemara, white's always hard to clean, get stronger stains, etc. And they would give it in three days before Shabbat, in other words, to accommodate the Shitta of Beishama. Okay, as we mentioned, it'd be interesting to see how that fits in with what we discussed in, in Brock. Because we have three days there about somebody who goes like Beishamai, one said, you want to do like Beishamai, perfectly fine. Another day I said, hold on, just one second. Another day I said, uh, no you can't, you go like Beishamai. And the last day I said, the person will be five meters. What we did mention is, what we did mention, I don't know if that was too wrong. I was going to say, the language there is where you can only do either or. You know, as in, here, you're not harming anyone. We also have the other occasion where I said, you know, one said stop when you think Shema, one said you can ride when you think Shema, and they were going to judge together, and he stopped. You know, the one who he said you can ride said, I mean, you've got this opportunity to be good, be good. You know, in a case like this, there's no. The question is, but does that, the mitre, it doesn't help you. For example, we learned with, let's say, Kriya Shema. If a person, the doctor, the standing up, he sits down to accommodate Bishamai, then we hire Mitra, but that's the point one, one there. The way we explain it is, it depends. It depends on what the position of Eitzel is. That's what we explain based on the Gone and Tosfos in the later paragraph. Do you remember the other case we had? That would be the best example. That was what they argued, but there was a case that that was the one where the, the Gone benching. Benching. That's the one. That's the one which we want. There's the case there. Machlit Beishama Eitzel. If a person forgets to bench and he's ready off, does he have to go back? He has to go back to the place where he was eating. Beishama said yes. Eitzel said no. And the Gemara basically records the case of somebody went back and he found the golden, it was a bunch of golden dove, golden purse, etc. The Kitzer, how can he do that? Tosus already speaks about it, even I think Tosus says it was a big tittle, but Etzim, they agree that to do that Beishamai is better, just you can't be, you can't be Mechai people to do it. Says the Gan and Shnei said, Oh, that should always be your yardstick to know whether a Khumra is a genuine Khumra or whether it's, as my Rebbe said, reformed. Okay? He's in the question from the God, but he says very often Khumras are a fault. He says everyone who comes out with all these Khumras, you get everyone who's got their own Khumras, he says it's no better than a fault. He says a Khumra is only if it's got a basis in Halakha, and obviously each person's going to have their own opinion on that, they probably think it is. But the, the, the basic idea is, take this as a perfect example, says the God, it depends. If they tell out, agree, you know what, they shine like you're really your right, in other words, we agree what you're saying is better, just you can't, you can't be Mechai if you to do that, and we feel there's enough room to be lenient. In other words, you, you can't be lenient just because you, it's hard to be, you know, the hardship on people, that you can't do that. 
But they say, look, this is a strict method of law. We agree with you, Meisham, and it would be better to do like you, but it's taking it too far. We have to keep with the, with the strict method of the law. And then, you want to be Masmet, Tola, or Abraham. Because even Meisham is great, it's a good thing to do. But if they said, I'll say Beishamai, what you said is completely unfounded. You made up for your own Qumra, like you said with Rav Yesif and Rabba with Ulsha Milsa. Rav Yesif turned around to Rabba and said, Ulsha Milsa, you made that up. It's your own adventure. How could they cast if he's prepared to be making the bride like Beishamai rather than saying with Ulsha Milsa, says Tosu? Because you're making up your own Qumra. So Rav Yesif would say to somebody who wants to remarkable in Ulsha Milsa, he'd say, that's reform. You're making up your own religion. So that is really the Arctic. So obviously, you'd have to say in this case, um, although I think as that happens, there, there could be uh, a little bit of connections to the Shammai way of thinking anyway, I believe. But anyway, but it, it may come off also that you're not losing anything in terms of Beitello. And it could be even Beitello would agree maybe to be better or something like that. Whatever way you look at it, okay, whatever you look at it, that's what Rabbi Shimon from Gamliel's house did. They were given their everything so it should be done before Shabbat. So they love them three days. That's really where we pick up now with that. Big introduction, now we're ready to go back to our Gemara. Omar Abishim the Gamdiel, we're about 15 lines or so up from the bottom of your test on the Dalas. Omar Abishim the Gamdiel, no again, how you look at Tanya, it's been taught in a brighter. Omar Abishim says Rabbi Tzodik, Kach Hoyo Minhago Shalit Rabbi Gamdiel. This was the practice of the house of Rabbi Gamdiel. Shalit Nusmin Kalei Lobon, they would give in their white, their white clothes, the codes to the laundrette. Kimmel Yomim, Kodim Nashabas, three days before Shabbos. Utsuluim, when it came to the coloured clothes, they would give those in, I'll feed Shabbos, even on Erev Shabbos. Umidivreim Lomanu, and from the practice of, literally from their words, but from the practice of Rabban Gamliel and his house, Lomanu, we can actually learn some uh, sort of day-to-day, um, I don't know what you call it, sort of practical uh, lesson here, I suppose. Shalavonim Koshim Bechabaton. If the women give it over to the men, you should know, if they give you a choice between cleaning the whites or the, 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 uh, the coloured clothes, pick the colours. The whites are much harder to clean. I mean, they didn't have the, the, uh, the beauty of, uh, of just spung it into the washing machine. It'll do it all for you anyway. So, it has to be hand-washed. Whites are much harder to clean, yes, men are to work, more than the, than the coloured clothes. Now, you may be thinking, I mean, I've given you an Afghamina, that's not looking like Afghamina the Gemara is going to give. Abaye Hava, you'll see the Nakamid is like this. Abaye Hava, Yoyade, Hahu Mono, the three other Katja. Abaye gave, um, Hahu Mono is a, Mono is just a means clean over the garment. The three of which was coloured, the Katja to a Kogit, to a washer. Omari, he said to him, Come, boy, say, Abaye, how much do you want for it? Nothing to be sharpest, by the way. Okay? Nothing to be sharpest. Omari, to the, the, uh, the guy who took on the job, he said to him, Kid the Khibra, I want you to pay me like I charge for a white one. So Omare, so Abai said to him, Kavar Kotan of Rabon, and the Rabon already preceded you. In other words, nice try, but I already know from what I've learned that you can't charge the same. Because a white, a white baguette is much harder and maybe should be a third of the price. The, the coloured one should be a third of the price, maybe, because it only needs one day for coloured, and my baguette is a coloured one, and there's no way you should be charging me the same. Omar Abai, whilst on the subject, Abai says, some of you give a baguette to a washer. When he gives it to him, he should give it to him means with measurements. You should measure it before you give it to him. When you take it back from him, you should take it back with a measurement. Why? Because you should know these people, they very often mess up your clothes. The toffee, because if it's too much, after they, in other words, if it's gone bigger, don't think, wow, he must have stolen extra onto my clothes. No, after that, he damaged your clothes. The must be, he stretched it too much. Okay? I think in those days, the, the Kobe did more than just wash it, uh, wash it by the way. I think they also, more likely to got a fuller. He used to bang it, and he used to stretch it, and he used to do all sorts of things. It could be he did part of that as uh, part of his job. So anyway, he stretched it too much. He bought it, and if the, the, the measurement has gone down, after that, he's messed it up. They can't say, because he's probably boiled it in the hot water too much, and it, he's, he's managed to shrink it. And Rashi says, um, In other words, the Naskamina between whether it's uh, white, in other words, whether, whether white is harder to clean than coloured or not. What, what Naskamina does that make to us? 
The answer is when coming to, when you have to pay the COVID, the washer for doing his job, you'll know that there's no there's, there shouldn't be um, you shouldn't have to pay the same price for the white and the colours. So anyway, so Abai gave he said when uh, he gave his clothes the kasha COVID to a washer and he said, Come on boy, he said, Abe, it's how much do you want to be paid for the payment of washing it? So the guy said back to him, he said the same price as a white beggar. He says, well, sorry, Kavakon Mokrabon, the Rabon of the Red Excuses, Shinimdunu, they taught us, Shalabonim Koshim the Kabbaton, Yetim and Asterwim, the whites are harder to wash them more than the Kabbat. Abai also said, when you're giving your clothes to a washerman, Vimshachay, you should measure it, Yimdazenu, one should measure it, and it's not so when he gives it in, or the also when he gets it back. Because if it's too big, you know he's stretched it too much. And go ask him for compensation. If he's made it, if it's gone smaller, the cut day for roasting, he's managed to shrink it with hot water. Well, you're saying... Sorry? Well, no, I mean, this wasn't in the Beit HaMedish, it's the story that Ravashi, Ravina Ravashi knew of. No, no, Abai, no, it wasn't the Beit HaMedish, it's the story now. Abai went to COVID and he gave him the pill, it's probably... No, no, that's the end of the right, and then Abai is the story after. It's a separate thing, just to illustrate the point of both of bringing it. Okay? So, fine, that's the end of that piece. Um, and as I said, we, at the beginning of the introduction, we summed up these, the, the halakha, as we know, as we said, we passed that we said, anyway, you can give it just before Shabbos, fix the price, and then you're perfectly fine. I want to give you, give you uh, the, the following shayla, okay? What happens is, uh, and the details I'm picking are very, very precisely and purposely, no, purposely chosen, right? All the details that can, this halakha can change, okay? What happens is, you give your, your Friday afternoon, Friday morning, whatever it is, you go into the, uh, Friday morning, you go into the dry cleaners with your soup. And you say to them, uh, you know, here's my soup, when will it be ready? Will be ready before Shabbos? No, not a chance. Okay, fine, I'm leaving with you. You do a delivery service? Yep, we do a delivery service. Fine, I'll pay up front. There's proper, no shadow back cases on me, by the way, okay, right? So I'll pay up front and give you, I'll give you my address, deliver it whenever it's ready. Fine, okay. I've forgotten about it. Friday night, I have to put on a different suit, I suppose. Okay. Shabbos morning, there's a ring on the doorbell, go and answer the door, and it's a delivery guy. My suit come back. Okay, no problem. I didn't tell him to do anything off of that. Obviously, it's quite cautious. I didn't even tell him to do it on Shabbos. I didn't tell him to wash it on Shabbos. I don't know what they've done. That's not my problem. So I suddenly think, wait a second, I've got to go to Bar for now. I don't have to wear my old suit. Can I wear this suit? Yeah? Can I wear the suit? First glance, why I haven't done anything wrong. So you know done oh, yeah, so yeah. I say to the guy, I say to him, was this washed on Shabbos? He says, no. Uh, so I said, well then why can't I fetch it before Shabbos? He said, well, we, we, we're a professional uh, thing. We don't just wash it. We wash it, and when it dries, we press it. So I say, ah, before I go off my roll, I just need to get the facts straight. What did you do? You washed it before Shabbos, correct. And you pressed it on Shabbos, correct. And then you did it on Shabbos, yes, obviously. Okay. That's the fact. Then go to the roll, and now I need to know. Can I wear it, or can I not wear it? Obviously, I'm going in my old suit. Can I wear this, this suit or not? Okay? So now, the, the, the starting point is like this. As he said, I've done nothing wrong. There's no shy that I've done nothing wrong. Okay? Um, but what we have to know, really the shy that is, I mean, I made a little sort of paddle it out a little bit, but the shy that is the basic shy that, although you'll see why I've picked certain points there, but the basic shy that is, the starting point is, if I know he's done it on Shabbos, do I, can, I, can I wear it? On the one hand, he did it for himself. He was, uh, he's been paid, he's so to speak a contractor, not literally, but I mean, that's the same idea. He's doing it himself. I didn't tell him to do it on Shabbos, he could have done it on Sunday. So the value he decided to do it on Shabbos is on a backlog, it's done. On the other hand, the might there is my suit, and he washed it for my benefit. Could there be another question involved here, in that the fact that the guy said he's not going to be ready by Shabbos, and you were like, okay, give me something back to me, and you kind of, out in your mind, you really put it completely out of use for Shabbos. Could I've looked at look it. Okay, so Mukta is on some, one or two of the shows we're going to talk about now. Mukta is, is uh, we're going to talk about other sorts of things where, uh, theoretically, I mean, it may, may sound outlandish to some of these shows, if you suddenly realise on Shabbos you don't have any shoes. 
can you go to the shop and say, you know, somebody obviously who, who knows you well enough, they trust you that you, you won't pay for it on Shabbos when you need to talk about the price, because that's obviously his offer. And he, he understands that the, the unspoken deal here is, you let me take the shoe, and we'll speak about the price afterwards. Could I do that? I mean, there's all sorts of sides. A, per- a, person, uh, a person suddenly realises, um, I don't know, just, just, had a, just had a baby boy, Mamasha Shabbat comes in, he needs to make a shaman's up, but he wasn't prepared for this. So he goes around to one of the local shops and says, Did you mind opening up shops? So I can assume we're going to use the Arab here, right? There's an Arab. Okay. Um, can I add again? <coughs> he obviously, between Jews, he, he, he knows not to speak about price, will obviously sort out after Shabbat. Can I do that? Now, of the most looked aspect, that one may be best, but certain things may be a shadow of looked Leaving that out of it, it's how you get around that there are certain reasons why it's not looked if it was Mokta, obviously you'd have a... It's even Mokta out of it. Huh? The question is, I mean, whatever, whatever the reason, we're not we're not learning here Mokta now, so let's, let's, let's leave that leave Mokta out of it. So you are right, on certain sides, there would definitely be a side of Mokta. How we get around it is a different question. Okay? So all these sort of questions, what we really have to do, let's go back to our first side. I know he did something for me on Java. So... Without prolonging this anymore, it's actually a Makhlech's Roshay. Makhlech's Roshay. The, the um, Hagoyah Sashri, um, it's actually, the Hagoyah Sashri printed with a Rosh, obviously. Um, he says, find it. Yeah, because I mean, before, before, before we see, or I'll, I'll read out that Hagoyah Sashri, anyone who wants to see it, can come along and sign. Um, what he says is, I mean, what, what we need to know before that is, there is a case, what happens if, I'm sitting in a dark room, because there's been a power cut, and a guy very kindly comes in, and like, puts on the light for me. Only for me, not for him. I didn't ask him to do it, but he did it for me. You're not allowed to have benefits from it. But I didn't ask him, and this, by the way, this is one of the classic mistakes people make with Amir al because even, even, even worse than that, they go out and they say to the guy, it's very dark in here. They think, once you be Marami, straight away you're right. I didn't tell him to do it. Yeah? It's one of the classic mistakes that people make, is because it doesn't help being Marami. That's just it starts the, the thing of instructing or asking. That, that's something else. You then got the shider of what we're talking about now, is getting hand off from a Malofa, which was done to you. And that's completely forbidden. The only way you can do it, and I'll tell you why people make the mistake is, you know why people make the mistake? No, it's because people assume what we know is what you are allowed to do. Huh? No, no, the hidden does that's what I'm saying. The hidden doesn't help. No, I appreciate that. I'll tell you where, 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 where the, the confusion comes is because what if it, the light's on and I want to sleep? So there, you go out, and that's okay, that's how you even hint. It does situation out here, sometimes you don't, it depends on the, on the process. Okay, so I hint. That, that's only mitzvah. The hinting is nothing. That's a separate issue. Now mitzvah the hanot. There's no problem because there is no hanot. It's, it's sort of what he's doing is he's removing an impediment. He's removing the light. You're not being nene from the light. But what is there after the light's gone? What, what hanot am I getting from? What from the darkness? The darkness was there before. It was just there was a light there, which was impinging on the darkness. Okay, it's what we call a ma'aseh He's taking away something. That there's no problem. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you've got to show him on this at the moment, that mirror like yeah, uh, you, you, you've, got, you've got the same sort of thing, is let's say, mm-hmm. is let's say, um, as, far, as far as I, I mean, I, I know there's a whole thing with Shem is on the street, but I'll, I'll give you other examples, could be, could be, it's a very, very, very common side, there is, um, going in through one of these hospitals, where you have to press a button, yeah? So at first glance, if you are, yes, I hint them, I ask them, whatever you may do, right? At first glance, it sounds like, that's my th- I couldn't get out. I couldn't get out of there. So I, I, thought, I, I wanted to say the reason why it's not. I know because everyone relies on what it's not. It's actually a mitzvah shliyim. Why? Because what's locking the door is, a, is an electromagnet. As far as I know, I may be wrong. You have to check out the materials. But I believe it's an electromagnet. Which means what you're actually what they're doing to you is they are breaking a circuit. They're not making a circuit. They're breaking a circuit. Which is again it's a mitzvah shliyim. 
And also, now, you know, like, yeah, I, I, there's a whole, I think Rosh Hashanah has got a whole show about this, because there's, there's a whole thing about it, breaking, uh, making an opening, or whatever. I'm not saying it's so possible, but that, that's the sort of thing you're looking at. You have to know whether it's a mitzvah shlidi, or it's a positive mitzvah. So when it comes to turning on a light, that you're not allowed to turn on. That's the Mufurusha, the Gemara, that's the Mufurusha Allah. So the Shida is, I mean, the, the obvious thing would be, so to hit it. I didn't, you're right, I didn't ask him to, to wash my clothes on Shabbos. But the mighty, he's done it for you. It may be his benefit, but he's done something for you. The truth is, I already gave away the answer there. The reason why it may be different is because, what's the difference between the two cases? The case of the light of the candle or washing the clothes? Oh, that's right. In the case of washing the clothes, he's being paid for it. Yeah? I mean, not only he's being paid, we've agreed on the price. He could have done it on Monday, he could have done it on Sunday. He could have done it on Shabbos, he could do it whenever he wants. Yeah? So, therefore, as after the last shake of it, the reason why he's doing it on Shabbos is because that's why it's convenient for him. The fact that the mighty's washing the clothes for me, so what? He did the malacha on Shabbos for his own convenience. Mashaikin, in the case of the candle, or the light, he switched on for your convenience. You're right, you didn't ask him. And we're not saying you've done anything wrong, you've done nothing wrong, you can't have an offer. Okay, that's the possible setup which I think the run goes with. Whereas uh, Goyes Ashri says there's no difference between the two. Uh, Goyes Ashri, uh, I think it's just a short piece there. He says, he says this, in Simon Amadain he says, If a Goy lights a candle, He makes fire for the Yisrael, We learn from Herakal Kitse, Is not allowed to use its light. Even though you've been close like he learns there's exactly there's no difference between the two. Even though you've been crazy for him, because the mighty you are getting Hanot from Malokha which has been done on Shabbos. Hanati Tishrida, which was done for you, for your benefit. But it don't need a and it's not similar to the case where you send letters. The in Kufyasu You yourself are not your body is not getting Hanot from the Shrikas. Lakati Kotat Mutra. Therefore, if your case says the price it is, um, what I have a, I don't know, no, I think I have the right one. Let's try and say very soon. Velim Nira, he says, from, to me it would appear, Mikan she'ose lahalbish begodim she'nesano lo'umen me'erev shav. He says, based on my understanding, there's no difference between the two cases, whether you're kreitzei tchar or not kreitzei tchar, when he turns on like he's been kreitzei tchar, it's irrelevant. He says, so too here. It would be also to wear clothes, which you gave into the umen me'erev shavas, the nikmar of an after Shabbos and the Malach was completed on Shabbos, the Ach Ki Niktat Sukhorim, even though you were created in Shabbos. It's not that it's not that because you need that. If you don't use that, then it's also to give it to them to the club. Adazas and Ashi doesn't help with regard to the Isil being there in the Malach Shabbos. It doesn't help. Uh, with regard just to that, uh, Nikolim. Uh, so it does help in general. Yeah, you have to, otherwise, you turn out the whole thing will be Yeah. Oh. So the question is, how do we pass it? Okay. Yeah. 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 Right? Um, it's mutter for a person to wear it till he gets it back. Right? Like the run. Okay, we haven't seen the run inside, but I think it's the run in mutter. Yeah. Right? Did it fit Adas and Ashe? Then the remark says, the Yesh Ois and the others who forbid it, the Lobster to wear it, Kulshi Yaldu Asha Oino Yehudi Gemara Bashab. If you know, I know that the Goy completed on Shabbos, then you can't wear it. And the, the, Bira Alokha adds, Dafke if it was a Malokha de Iraisa. Dafke if it was a Malokha de Iraisa that he did. Okay, so we assume it's a Malokha de Iraisa. Um, yeah. Then he goes on and he says, and according to that, the Torah of the Mitzvah Shabbos took Teshi Yashim. You even have to wait on Mitzvah Shabbos the amount of time it took for the Malokha to be done on Shabbos so that you're not getting a lot from the Malokha Shabbos, even though you've done nothing wrong. Okay? It's all about whether other people could wear those clothes on Mitzvah Shabbos without waiting for Teshi Yashim. That is... Uh, a Mahalaikas, whether it was or not. Okay. So that's the remorse. So what do we do? We've got this Mahalaikas. What do we do? It says, We follow the stringent Shetah. Unless you absolutely need it on Shabbos. Now, what does it mean you need it on Shabbos? 
says the Bialoch, that means to say that you have no other beggars. That's the only beggars you've got. Um, I don't have any other suits. Then, so in our case, you've got another suit. So that's not going to help us. Then you can be made. But if you could assume that it was actually um, completed on Erev Shabbos, then you could say it's Muslim in all cases. I don't know if that means, I'm just wondering now, whether you could say then, um, where's that? I'm just seeing where this goes on. Uh, yes. I wonder if, I, I don't know, what happens if that guy comes from, back to my Shida? The guy comes on Shabbos, uh, on, on uh, Shabbos morning. Let's say, let's say it was possible to finish on, on the Shabbos because they didn't send it until Shabbos. So, am I Mechuyas to ask him? I mean, you're probably not Mechuyas to ask him, right? Could I just say, well, as long as I don't know, I can always, I've got what to rely upon, that's what we're saying. <coughs> there is a shift which allows even if you do know it's done on Shabbos. Just don't ask him. We, we, in certain situations in Halakha, we say that sort of thing. We say, just don't ask. Mm-hmm. You don't ask, you're going to ask and all these sort of things. Questions. Can you assume because they said to you specifically before Shabbos, they wouldn't be ready? Well, very often that happens. I mean, I don't know if experience shows that is, they, they say that, and sometimes, they with, with the, yes, cover themselves. I'm not saying you could, I'm just wondering aloud. I don't know if that, that would help. But you know what? My situation is that I did ask, and I know that it's, uh, it's, uh, he's done, something to be done on Shabbos. Okay. So he says, when you listen to Shnigma, there are Shabbos, most of the Okay. Now, now you, now you begin to understand why I picked the, the way around. It's the dust, because I, I could have, originally when I was thinking up an example before, sort of just comparing this, I thought, you know what? I could have made a different example. That you have to be walking past the, the, uh, the uh, what's it called, the dry cleaners on Shabbos. So you go in there and check if it's dry And if it is, I'll do a change of clothes. Or whatever, I'll take it. If it's later, I'll take it home. If not, I'll do a change of clothes there. And then I'll come back from my. Yeah. I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll tell them what to do with my old suit after Shabbos. Yeah. Um, that's, you know, that, that's, but you'll see that wouldn't, that wouldn't have worked. Because he says, the dark and shigado haina yodidabe, I'm just reading the remark, it's quite a, not too long in a while, but the dark and shigado haina yodidabe, this stuff is the goy sends it to your house. And by the way, the remark adds, that means, not just, it means the dark is he sends it to your house. If you ask, in other words, as I said, you can't, as he's going to say, I will also, they can't put the cake in the base on the Shabbos You can't go there, take them there, and the, the little word as you can't even go there and change and send that, none of that will work. You can't even say, you know what, but what's the Kashash? Kashash, if you go in there, what does it look like? It could be my iron, it could be also within the Khal, and there's, there's various. Do you know what I'll do? I won't go in there. I'll arrange with a taxi service to go pick them up before Shabbos. I mean, not before I arrange before Shabbos, or whatever it is. That won't work either. You, uh, you've arranged with that sort of the Khal as well. If they send it to you, then you don't have to watch. That's the only case, if they send it to you. Then again, paying the extra for the delivery service. Or was to it go on Shabbos. I didn't tell them to go on Shabbos. I said, whenever it's ready, you can deliver it to me. Because again, otherwise you ask them to Melochah anyway on Shabbos, it should be a problem. The whole of the Kedem should ask these. So, um, yeah, another point to remember, I mean, it's not, yeah, it's all of us, but all this is with Kedem which have been made specifically for Yisrael. Abel, Eina Yehudi Shehetim and Olim, Abba Mikhov, Motili Yisrael, Amakir, Edeh, Kedem, 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 The remark says, Okay, this is a little bit of a chiddush. That you would be allowed to go to a shoe shop, and uh, I'll change that, a shoemaker. You're allowed to go to a shoemaker on Shabbos, if you've got no shoes, and you can get new shoes from him. Unbelievable, on Shabbos. But will that actually say to him as a as long as you don't talk about the price on Shabbos? As long as he trusts you, say to him, we'll discuss price after Shabbos. No problem. Why? It could be anything, a dressmaker, I mean, so whatever it is. The, the difference is, well, why not with the manufacturer? We're talking about the manufacturer. The reason being, because they didn't belong to you beforehand. Which means when he made them, he didn't really make them, I mean, he made them for you maybe, but he, they're still his. He could decide to sell them to somebody else. If somebody offers them a higher price, he'll sell them to somebody else. So, what's your opinion there? Sorry? If you're using a shovel, there's no problem with the opinion. I won't be turning them on shovel. So, what do you think? Are you going to wear them? Yeah. And you're going to be turning them? I won't be turning them. Huh? Yeah, I'm borrowing his shoes. In all these issues of Kenyon, that's very often what we spoke about. This we spoke about. The newspapers being delivered on Shabbos. If that's a problem, the Kenyon, it's not Kenyon on Shabbos. 
Halavai, that, that, that should be the biggest problem, isn't it? Yeah, you think that's a problem with the code number four, I think. That's one side. We threw out the three of us. Maybe he, he's close to you or not. It's debatable. But that's not a problem. All these vending machines. Vending machines. So, when I've spoken about, well, a couple of times, vending machines, they've always spoken about the, the uh, what did we speak about? We spoke about the Shamilta aspect. We spoke about the Sheets of Canaan, obviously. The Schar Shabbat. I'll see, I'll pin you on him. So, you, all you do is, you say, I'm being makna to whoever drinks my, let's say you're selling candles, I'm being makna to whoever, with bravery, you can rise to our bottom. Anyway, so whoever buys the can on Shabbat, I'm being makna to him before Shabbat. And as for my money, which goes into the machine, the thing is this one, I suppose, but I, I'm only being kind of after Shabbat, which means potentially. That's slightly the other way around, because we might, that's all we've done before Shabbat. All these sort of things we've done before Shabbat. So you're saying it's not kind of at all. No, yeah, well, of course you're going to be kind of after Shabbat. I appreciate that, but in this time in between, you have me kind of right? Correct, there's both. You want to him. The, mo- the, mo- the, mo- the money, as I just said, in the case of the so you also have to kind of the money. Yeah, I appreciate that. That's all done before, you really went to slam. They talk, talk about it, that's not when we get, yeah. the other end of the really, when we get to all the things about eBay and these sort of things, it's also negative. Yeah? Depends on what you're kind of with, are you being kind of on Shabbos? Depends on what exactly the Kenyan is, if there is any Kenyan. It's very interesting stuff, doesn't it? Huh? I'll just get out of the one. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so that's, that's the same, we'll, we'll be getting to, you have to speak to the solicitors, uh, it's not your line, yeah, yeah, yeah. no. I, I, I did at the time, but I got some information about that. But anyway, that's, that's, uh, that's the same, for, for, uh, it's, it's a while, so, so, so we get to that. Um, okay, so, that's the bottom line. But the Mishnah Brewer adds, and he says, but that's the manufacturer, okay? Oh, because I forgot the information. That's what the remark says. The remark says, if you're going, let's say, to a manufacturer, not somebody who's washing your clothes, the clothes really belong to you, so you've got to give them back to you. But if you're going to a manufacturer, you're going to somebody who's making shoes for you, so they're not actually yours. So then that would be alright, even though you're going to the shop. Now, the, the acronym, uh, I'm wrong, many say, well, what is that? You can go to the shop? Why is that not? But you're still from the Maris Iron, whatever the problem may be, why is that not a problem? They say, no way. So one thing they do allow, however, is, well, some allow, is they say, somehow, much later, you can go, as I said, it's a manufacturer. If you're going to, let's say, I don't know, Marks and Spencer, John Lewis, one of these shops, hey, unbelievable, you're going to John Lewis on Shabbos, and you tell them, you know, just trust me. <laughs> yeah, have to trust me this one. We're not talking about price now, I'm Jewish, whatever, I need a new pair of shoes. Okay, you're going to, I'll take the shoes and we'll discuss price after Shabbos. Assuming they're going to trust you, they're mad enough, but fine. So they, um, so I mean, it reminds remind me of a, of a of a story of um, we tell the story we were Dr. Kaplan that um, <coughs> there was, was once uh, there was a lady who went to a um, she went for, for a hospital but she had to wait for, for quite a while I don't know if I'm going to call it if I have but um, she, she had to go for a hospital and then she came along and they said right have you taken such and such a uh, medication? She said, no, no one told me about it. So they said, you need to take it now. If you don't, we can't do it. And there will be another one or two months before we can, can fit you in. So she said, how long do I have? Basically, ran out of the shop. She went to a chemist, uh, and they were already closed. And she was bang, bang, bang on the door. It looked like an absolute mad woman. So there was something inside that had a bit of rough on on her. Opened up, opened up the door. And um, she said, she needs such and such medication. Fine to say, she, he said, just take it. She said, no, my, my, my husband will come in and pay for it tomorrow morning. He said, yeah, just take it. And he had a rough model for her. Right. Anyway, next morning, we call him Mr. Cohen, he goes into one of their branches and he goes up to the hill and uh, the cashier and he says to him, I've come to pay for Mrs. Cohen. So the, the cashier says that. So he goes, he goes, Bob, you owe me ten. So Bob comes over because he says, Harry, you never told me he was a Jew. So <laughs> I wouldn't have agreed to this. I wouldn't have better on that one. Right, so, is, so maybe, maybe it's such halavai, halavai, there's all siyas like this. <coughs> if all of us would be like that, then there's siyas all, right, like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, as, 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 you know, I'm MS, so you come in, according to this, you'd be able to do that. I mean, unbelievable. You'd be able to, be able to take a second such thing, you could go into one of these uh, shops and say, I need a pair of shoes, I need a new suit. Wouldn't be a problem, but according to this. So I'll do some up. Yeah. Well, you know, that's, that's the, 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 the sort of the debate, yeah. There are those who are a little more... So when it comes to food, food, everyone, I'm, as far as I know, everyone is making when it comes to food. Food for special reasons, 
if you're going, not to, you're going to a shop which is just a grocery, then not everyone is, as far as I know, everyone is making. So now let's come back to our shiders and let's, let's deal with them one by one. Starting with the first shider. The truth is I've missed out one point, and I've missed out on half and part of now. Um, and that is like this. The guy comes, the delivery guy comes, he knocks on the door, I ask him whether it's done on Shabbat, he says, well, half. It was completed on Shabbat, true, but I specifically, the washing was done before Shabbat and the pressing was done on Shabbat. So no? What's the Rob going to say? I have missed out one point, it's not really fair for me to have done that, but... Based on what we said so far. The, I mean, the pressing's included in, in the whole process which you give it in for. Right. So... I don't think that's enough share it's alright, because he's pressing for himself anyway. Did you not say that before? Well, we said, again, just to recap, the, the main point here, going back all the way back to my colleague's run, and, and if you don't have that now shape, no problem to give it to him. The question is, can you be nana from that? Because it was done, and then it was done for you. It was your suit. He is pre- he's pressing your suit on Shabbat. It, it, it wouldn't look too good, unless you've got no other suits, as we said. If you've got no other suits, then obviously you can be made. It's been sent to you, I didn't go to him. It's been sent back to you, I didn't ask your boy to bring it to me. It's been sent to me. No, if you've got no other suit, you'd be able to wear it. No problem. But if you do have another suit, it would look like it wouldn't look too good. I've got this one minute so I'm really looking for a good colour. So the answer is there is a bit of a colour. That is, I mean, when you give something in for dry, you want it clean. Do you care about it being pressed? And therefore, would that be only for him, really, just for his business to look good, and not for you entirely? Oh, oh, very good. Yeah, that, 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 that's basically it. Once it's been washed, <laughs> it's now wearable. I mean, he may say, you know, do you really want to wear something which has got creases? Do you think, well, you see me how I see my tooth over shop? Obviously, mm-hmm. obviously, I'm not too bothered about it. The pressing is more, the thing is perfectly wearable beforehand. They talk about, that's the actual case the, the, that's brought in the, in the uh, it's actually a shy shovel which brings it from in a Sivchayim. It says if you give in, it's about clear pistol, but you give in basically your, your clothes, and all these things on Shabbos is putting it under the press, then it would be mutter. Because you could have worn it before it's put under the press. It was already in a ready state beforehand. Now, the only, the only little complication, which I'm not absolutely sure, I, only, I just noticed it in here beforehand, and if I, I can't really comment uh, without looking into it a little bit, is Rishonim Zalman has got a little bit of a fear from somewhere else, um, in a case to do with, with uh, polishing up shoes and things like that. I wouldn't say he wasn't muffled over his breath. He didn't expect or care that he was pressed. He doesn't say that. It's the fact that he says the malacha, you see the Russian in this slide, if he wanted to be pressed, it's part of the one that came out of the he says it doesn't matter as long as it was wearable. I mean, he says here he, he brings one case. He says, let's say he's talking about let's say a shoe. It was ready before Shabbos. Just on Shabbos, he smoothed it over, and they were stuck. It did last, last. It was perfectly fine because it's, 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 it's not going to wrong because it was perfectly. It was actually wearable when Shabbos came in. At the end of the day, you are being nana from the lecha shabbos. Which which That, that, that part is perfectly fine. Um, 
think they talk about when it's Rosh Hashanah and Doraita. In the Ma'ala that, that that part is fine. It's more the... Uh, see, the thing is this, Rosh Hashanah he wants to say it's only if it was an Isidra bottom he's on Shabbat. The truth is, nowadays, I don't know, but I would imagine the presses that they're using nowadays, which are electric, probably involve Isidra Doraita. I mean, depending on the fly, you have to know what he has. Yeah, yeah, the heat, there, there, there's a lot of heat generated. I think the Khal the Khalad there is going to. The, well, no, there's an Issa Drabon in Muscle, which probably is pressing. Oh, I think yeah. they, they probably put on the weight, but now they abort with weights and things. I don't know, it hurts in all of those, yeah. So, basically, Rosh Hashanah, he's got a steer from, from elsewhere that um, it says that it's forbidden for a person to have an off from, from, uh, uh, from shoes. Um, basically, one place he says it, it's also with the shoes, and here he's saying it's supposed to be there. He says because to do with the polishing up, it's a bit writer. So, because he wants to say that, that um, he says, despite the fact that at the end of the day, as you said, it is part of the shoe, he says it's, it's, it's an it's a drabana. I'd have to look it up to see exactly. I can't say. So for the final final thing, I don't know because I just saw this just before. I was deep. So the last minute, and uh, I suddenly saw this, this wasn't quoted in any of the other stories I've seen. So we have to look it up. It's, I mean, it's in a shy of the truth. obviously is a very reliable source of what he held, uh, but we have to see exactly what, uh, what he said there. Um, right. Yeah. Okay. Um, to make a start, let's. Uh, let's Make a, a, a little bit of a start from the, on the next figure. He says in the Mishnah that both Beishama and Beishila, one thing they do agree is, after all their 12 arguments, one thing they do agree is that you can take your olives or your grapes and put them under the press on Shabbos. I mean, before Shabbos, leave them with the juice oozing out on Shabbos. It's a sweet. So the Gemara asks, the might we explain why that was, but the Gemara, that was just bringing in what the Gemara is going to say. Maishanot Kudu, the God's rule of Beishamai. What's the difference? Why do we all that previous case if we said Beishamai are good on them? Well, Maishanot Kudu, the God's rule. Why is it when it comes to the beams of the olive press, or the uh, round, um, of the, of the uh, what's it called, press, the wine, the wine press, that they will not go there? What's the difference? And by the way, I just forgot to mention, Going back to, I thought to answer the question about the, the food one, that obviously would be mutter. If you're going along to your, to one of the Jewish shops, Friday night, say, oh, well, just, it's Shabbos to come in, and saying, I've got a Shabbos off to make, I've got a Kiddush to make tomorrow, I need extra food, that's again, as long as you don't talk about price right now, and assuming you're not going to run, there's an Arab, etc., etc., that's not a problem. And the book has to do the leaving out of it, okay? That wouldn't, for various reasons, the mutter wouldn't be but, so that would be perfectly fine. Because are you going into the shop, the truth is the Jewish shop, which may or may not make it better, with the other halakhs, the Jewish shop doesn't necessarily it doesn't make it better. But with this, you're going, to, you're going to a shop, it's for food as well, and it's not the manufacturer itself, and therefore... There's actually no malakha of that in this case, is there? Sorry? In the case of food, there's no malakha of the state. It's just giving you the food, nothing, nothing to discuss. And you take it home. No, actual malachah there wouldn't be. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but back to this. So, what's the difference? Why is this? Why is this case um, different? Why? Why did Beishamai suddenly agree? So, the Gemara answers: Hanoch, these and others. The previous cases, the Yodidu Beishabbos. If you were to do them on Shabbos, Mechayev Chasid, you'd be Chayev Chasid. Whereas, so said in some of the cases, even though you wouldn't be Chayev Chasid, but you're asking a goy to do a mitzvah, which is an absolute mitzvah of Chelul Shabbos. Like the tanner. To give your skin to a tanner on Shabbos, young done, you wouldn't be chayav chasas for that. But you're asking to the goy to do a mice tanning, obviously, on Shabbos, one of the avmanotas. So, anything like that, where either if you were to do it, you'd be chayav chasas, or you're asking a goy to do something which is mamish, a mice of chilul Shabbos, then God will be with Beishamai, Erev Shabbos, and Chashechon. Beishamai said, you can't do that on Erev Shabbos if it's not going to be completed before Shabbos. Kodesh Beishabad, the Igudah Adas, when it comes to these different presses, the olive or the great press, the other do the Shabbos, if you were to do them on Shabbos, loy mechayev chasos, you would not be chayev chasos, loy gozu. They would not go there. Now you may be thinking, why would you not be chayev on Shabbos? Why? Chito? Chito is a total of dosh? 
oppression? Of course you're higher. What, what do you mean? The answer is, because as we explained at the time, what did we say? It's already been crushed a little bit, that's right. It's been crushed a little bit beforehand. And therefore, it's, um, it's already coming out a little bit, and therefore it's not a, not a problem. Okay? It's not a bit the, the juice is ready. All you're doing is you're making it come out faster. So the Gemara asks, Mam Tano, who is the Tano who holds? The Cholmidi de Ossimimeda, that anything which is coming automatically, Shapir Zomi is perfectly fine. In other words, it's already coming out anyway, and all you're doing is, you're just putting on a beam and making it come out faster, who is the Tano who holds that's perfectly fine? Okay, before we go on, let's just see Rashi. Um, there's only really one Rashi. The Ossimimeda, Rashi says, Kigoyim, for example, Mashkin have all these, these juices, which are these being squeezed on their own. In other words, they are oozing out on their own. As long as you start before Shabbat comes in. Yeah? And all you're doing is you're leaving them to, to now come out on Shabbat. Who says that's perfectly fine? So the Gemara says, says Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Shmuel. This now because we learn from the Mishnah, Hashum, Shum is garlic. Bahabaisar is very small grapes. Bahamelidos. Melidos is um, is of grain which haven't ripened properly. We'll see what you do with them. Russia will explain in a second. Sheriskon Mibaidioi. If you crush them before Shabbos, Rabbi Shmuel Omer Yigmar Meshetachshat. Rabbi Shmuel says, and it's going to be Rashi for the time being, that you can put them under whatever pressure they put and leave them to go through Shabbos. Rabbi Akiva, Omer Rabbi Akiva says, Lo Yigmar, you cannot do that. Says Rashi. Boiser, what is this Boiser? Anovim, it's great, it's chilotam. At a very, at the beginning, at a very early stage, Keshein Dachim, when they're very small, Moitimeyen Mashkin, people bring juice out of them, Letabel Robosa, in order to dip, dip meat into it, Lefishu Chotam, because it's very strong. When they're very small, you know, if you have very, very small grapes, it's not even the small ones we have, necessarily, but they're very, very small. They're, they're, they're bitter, they're not sweet. They're very, the juice is very, very strong. The car is the half-mint, or some of the goes to the chone, it's almost like vinegary. So people use it as a dip. That's why you're doing it. Melidos, what are these melidos? Shibaylin shalabishu kotsarkon. We're talking about is of grain which haven't ripened properly. Meratkon, so you crush them. The toyanon bo'abonin, and you place them under the weight of stone. And then the juice comes out of them for metabolism. And again, they use it as a dip. You dip in it. Yigma said, we said, as long as you, you crush them before Shabbos, you can leave them, to, Rabbi Shemal says, leave them over Shabbos. What does that mean? As long as, before Shabbos comes in, he's crushed them. The Sovron Bekoved, or there are those who add the, add the word here, the Sovron answer, something like he's Bekoved on Bekoved. What you do is, once you crush them, you put them into like a pile, I think it's actually in a basket, a special basket, they put them in there, and the weight that they provide on each other, and the pressure, plus the, the COVID they put under pressure, basically, there's some sort of weight on them. Yanichim the kadim, so you can just leave them in the kadim, the yates and the asmon, and leave the juice coming out from their own. Or muta, the chaskhila, absolutely muta, the chaskhila. Whereas the Akiva says, no way. Top of your test on the day. Lo yigma, no, you can't do that. It's forbidden to leave them before Shabbos under their weight. In order to complete the job, continue oozing out once they get dark. That's the first opinion, which the truth is, is, sort of just learning it first time, seems very straightforward. That's Rabbi Yishmael, same as our Mishnah. Same thing. What do we say in our Mishnah? The olives and the grapes, yeah. you crush them before Shabbos, so you can leave them oozing out over Shabbos. <coughs> okay? Now, there are a couple of major problems with this, um, which, if people haven't spotted, I'm just going to leave it for the time being. I first want to get through to the end of the sugya, and then tomorrow we'll deal with, the we'll, we'll deal with the problems. Okay? Just learning Poshup Shat as Rashi goes. Okay? So, that's the first opinion. Rabbi Loza Omar, Rabbi Loza says, Rabbi Loza, you know the author of Amishnah, it's Rabbi Loza. Yeah, okay. It just sounds a little funny in first God. Rabbi Loza says, Rabbi Loza says, Rashi tells us, it's two different Rabbi Loza, one's an Amor and one's a Tana. Rashi says, the Rabbi Loza Omer, who Rabbi Loza Memetov, that's Rabbi Loza Memetov, who Amor, who is an Amor. 
So the Amira is saying the author of our Mishnah is Rabbi Loza. He is Rabbi Loza, who Rabbi Loza meant Shamua. That's Rabbi Loza meant Shamua, because who is Stam Rabbi Loza from Mishnah Brayso. When we talk about Stam Rabbi Loza in the Mishnah Brayso, that means Rabbi Loza meant Shamua. He's the author of our Mishnah. Why? Where did you get that from? So it says the Gemara this Nam because we learned in the Mishnah. Second line down, Chalos <laughs> Tavash. You got literally Chalos of of honey. Um, when you first take the honey, the honeycombs basically. You take them out of uh, the beehive, whatever you take it out of. So it's literally it's like a cake of honey. So now, in order to get the honey, you, you crush it, and the honey starts oozing out. So this comes out of Shabbos. So on out of Shabbos, he crushed it. He crushed them. The Yotsu Me'atmot, and the honey is coming out on its own through Shabbos. Also, that's forbidden. That's the first opinion. Whereas Rabbi Loza, not so. Rabbi Loza says it's not so. Why? Because on Erev Shabbos, you've already crushed it. So as long as you've crushed it, now you're just leaving it over Shabbos to continue using it out, that's perfectly uh, permissible. Same as our Mishnah. You crushed the grapes and the olives before Shabbos, now you can leave it over Shabbos with the weight. Sounds like the same thing. So the Gemara wants to know, why did Rabbi Yezi Bar-Khanino, why did he not say like Rabbi Loza? Rabbi Yezi Bar-Khanino, who said that the author of our Mishnah is Rabbi Yishmael, why did he not say it's Rabbi Loza? Yeah, doesn't Rabbi Loza seem to fit, fit the criteria? He says, the Chalos of Devash, you crush them before Shabbos, then you can leave them oozing out over Shabbos. Same as our Mishnah. Are you doing um, are you doing anything extra to them? Maybe if you're the I, I, to, to be honest, as I was saying, I was wondering that. Um, it doesn't, it's, you're right, it doesn't actually say you're doing anything to it. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure whether, 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 whether I, I don't know I, I don't know what you do whether, whether, whether with the device as well you can say that you put something on it I mean the truth is from, from Rashi later on it's much more it's not it's, it actually sounds like it's a completely different case because it's a kazir because you may come to the problem is because in case you do it on Shabbos you'd be merastic it Although it doesn't necessarily prove anything. Huh? Well, no, the, the, the previous case is that Rashi does say that you put a weight on it. No, before Shabbos, before Shabbos. Same as that case. Same as that case, yeah. So the, the question is would you say it should be any different here? I, I suppose it's the same thing. It's a Shabbos if you are Marathic, then on Shabbos. They're not still being crushed. Right? Yeah, they're not, they're not, they're not, they're just kind of crushed the thorns somehow there. I know, I know, I realise. The, the, the question is, is the crushing the equivalent of putting the beam on? I don't know what, what, if you were to crush them on Shabbos, we're going to see in a second, that's not actually Mephalic. I'm not sure whether there would be, whether there would be an Ezra right in that. Do you, you, uh... I think the beam's continued weight continues to apply pressure from action... All, all we want to know is if you did that on Shabbos the reason why Bisham said is because yeah. if you do it, to do that action on Shabbos you wouldn't be hired for it well, okay. because they've already been crushed so to put the beam on so the question is over here if you were to be morastic them on Shabbos it could be you wouldn't be hired for that yeah because look you, 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 you already not, see why it's not the honey's not part of the oh you'll see yeah a bit like that if you look the, the Gemara goes on Again, it's some, something to check up. I'm not sure whether you know whether whether the whether that is a point there. But he says, um, so Rabbi Yisroel Bar Chanina my time Adam Rabbi Loza. Why didn't he say that Rabbi Loza? So Amar Loza says to you, Hotham over there, who over there, in other words, that's when Rabbi Loza allows it to make korah eichel, but about five eichel because it starts off as food and it ends off as food. Honey is not a liquid. Hotham whereas over here, make korah eichel, you start off with food. When the liquid comes out, it gets a din of mashke. That, he says, is a different case. You can't prove one from the other. Rabbi Lozo, my Lord, Rabbi Lozo, then Pedor, so Amora would say back to Rabbi, to, he'd say back to Rabbi Yitzhi Bachamino, he'd say, okay, you've got a problem with that? Rabbi Lozo, we've got a brighter, we've, we've learned that Rabbi Lozo, Ben Shamua, he even allows them when it comes to olives and grapes. 
Okay? Um, right. R- Rashi says, this, this, I know it's in the middle of a sugar, we've sort of gone on for now, it's about to run out of the recording. So let's just see the Rashi there. Uh, where, 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 yeah, Rabbi Loza, no, we did that, Chalos Devash. Chalos Devash, Kaveres, um, in the beehive, Roida, you basically take it out of the beehive, whatever this Kaveres is, Vasuyin Kim in Chalos, and it's made like cake, Shoshavo, a bit like of wax. Vasuyin Kim and the honey is inside them. Sherifkon Kitson, he crushed them before Shabbos, Asurin Loisa Shabbos Bachini, you're not allowed to eat that honey for that, for that Shabbos. Okay? <coughs> That's what Rabbi, that's what the Tanakhama said, and Rabbi Loza said it's allowed. We want to say it's the same as our Mishnah. Well, tomorrow we'll continue on to see why each one didn't agree with the other one, and uh, continue with this. Thank you.